Right. Oh, Something you're testing explosive. <laughs> Should have said that. It's good. Okay. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're doing great. Rachel McDowell. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rachel McDowell. Here we go. Oh, hi. You're listening to Service from Hell, a podcast featuring people that are currently in customer service positions or the lucky few that got out and all of the good, bad, and infinitely irritating things that go along with that work. I'm actor and writer Kate Gaffney, and I'm uniquely qualified to discuss this as I used to work at a very busy and very popular comedy club in Los Angeles, and at least one of you listening right now probably grabbed me and told me you were ready to order when I was running around like a crazy person. So let's eat. I'd like to welcome our guest, former comic and nine to fiver turned VO artist, Rachel McDowell. After 14 years of performing stand-up comedy all over the country while maintaining a demanding career in the tech industry, true story, Rachel decided to walk away from both and has found her happy place in the world of voiceover, the ultra competitive world of voiceover, I might add. Rachel's voice is mixed into the background of too many popular films and TV shows to list them all, but to name one, her voice was featured in the movie Greenland. Also in many, many commercials and lots of corporate videos, you can hear her voice there as well. Rachel continues to act and improvise and is looking forward to what's next in her unpredictable but exciting career. That said, I better know Rachel from performing with her as often as I can and watching her create magic on the improv stages. She's really good, y'all. So that said, Rachel, tell us how competitive voiceover is. What made you leave stand-up? Do you miss hecklers? Tell us. Ooh, that was good. Thank you. I was like, who is this Rachel McDowell? She sounds so fancy. She is fancy. <laughs> I can confirm. It was only one commercial oh. so like all oh. the commercials i just i, I don't want to start off on a dishonest foot with everybody i was like oh my god it'd be great if i was in all these commercials i changed the intro a little bit i was like we won't beef no, this up good. It but good. it's but it was soon to be all the commercials sure absolutely yeah. um so what am i telling you uh that's it that's a wrap thank you so much for listening folks that's one commercial <laughs> non-union yeah let's go okay okay so how well the first question was how competitive is voiceover so how uh-huh. how is that world for you it's i think it's the nicest human beings on planet earth are mm-hmm. in voiceover. So it's like, I think the people that are in it are so happy and joyful. And a lot of them are old hats. They've been in it for 20 plus years. They get it. They appreciate what they have. So they're, it's a, it's a, it's a safe place if you can get in and it's a tough place to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's a joyful spot once you're there. So like what I do is the looping. So that's background background voices that I think it's most people don't even think of it, that it's a thing. And it's improv, it's fun. So just for the listeners that aren't aware, when you're watching a movie and there's the two lead actors are in a restaurant and they have to fill in that sound of the people that are at the tables around those actors and the waiters coming and the bartenders and all that. And that's a job. That's a job in L.A. And pre- uh, pre-COVID, you'd go to a studio and there'd be six to eight actors and we would just improvise and, or you'd read the lips. You, If there's a, a so a ba- the background aren't mic'd. So you'd see a background actor that's ordering dinner and it would be a woman. So then you would just try to follow her lips a little bit and fill that in. Or you're on a city street and people are like, hey, what are you doing? And hey, Mike, where'd you park? Like that kind of stuff. But now I can do it from home. So post-COVID, for TV, you do it at home. For movies, you still go into the studio. Um, why is that? Why? Why? What's the difference? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, uh, for TV, it's usually a shorter thing. And I think some actors can do two shows in a day. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And then a movie, it's an it's a eight-hour uh, long. But it's like, it's like you're a kid. It's so fun. 
Um, but it can also be challenging. But yeah, it's a it's a great world. Okay. And what is the weirdest thing that you've said when you were doing loop group where you were just like, <laughs> I'm just going to pull this out. I'm saying this. <laughs> well, the things you have to think you have to be positive. Ah. So like I, so sometimes they'll peg you on things that you thought were positive. You can't be interesting. So you don't want people to hear. So you don't, you don't get to be funny. You don't get to really stand out that much if you did your job right. So we'll do, like we did, um, there's a show called Love and Death with Elizabeth Olsen that's coming out, and I was on all of those. Oh, heck yeah. And there was a choir scene, and they wanted bad voices. They wanted it to be like a regular church. But I was like, I got this. Like, I think I'm not a singer, but I, 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 I know my instrument, and I felt really confident in it. But they didn't give us, like, it wasn't songs you knew. So they gave you words. They muted everyone else so you only hear yourself, because I'm, I'm at home doing this, so it's just me in my booth. And they mute, so I don't hear other people singing. So you just hear the the, the music part, but it's like <laughs> it's a song I don't know. And I was so horrible, like <laughs> I was eye-wateringly awful, <laughs> not trying to be like holy, 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 <laughs> like it. Was, and I couldn't get it back. I oh couldn't gosh. get it down. It just like wasn't in my register, it, and it hasn't aired yet. And I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Like my nostrils are flaring, you can't see it, but it was just. Can you catch yourself? Like, if you watch the episode, will you be able to hear? Sometimes, really? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it is something. I guess as an audience, we don't really think about, but yeah. I, it is a big part of the of the movie. So yeah. you so you do you submit those like voices. So the weirdest thing you would probably say was the not being able to sing or get out of that range. Or is there something weird you can think of that you were like, I read that background actor's lips and she just said, I'm gonna go kill my husband yeah. or something <laughs> no. wild. It's all it's so banal. It's oh, so okay. like. Oh, we painted the kitchen. I paint a lot of kitchens. And like, it's just something that wouldn't hit, grab your ear. How fascinating. Um, yeah. But there are things like when you're investigating. So if it's a cop show and then you're a, the background police and you're and you're looking for evidence and or you're at a hospital and you're doing pages at the nurse pages like those are all people. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, for Greenland, it was a lot of. Did you see Greenland? I didn't. It was terrific, everybody. It was a really, really good movie. But Greenland, it's a comet is coming toward the Earth, but it's supposed to go past the Earth. Spoiler alert, it doesn't. But so everybody's excited. They're going to watch this comet fly by. So there's all these parties. So it started out as just newscasters. So like it's like they're driving and they're listening to the radio. And those are loopers, those voices that are coming out. Or they're in the kitchen and the morning talk shows are on and those are loopers. And the one that I'm featured on, and this is like, this was the first movie I did, and I was nervous, and everyone's so talented. Like, you go in this room, and it's just, people are just so good at this. Ugh. And so we started, the morning was morning radio. And I'm fine, was good at that. We had to audition to do the movie. And I felt good. I felt good about morning radio, but I wasn't, I was like the worst one. Like, But I wasn't bad, but I wasn't as good as her or him or her or those guys over there. And it was like, oh boy. And I felt my confidence like, oh boy, Rach, like maybe you shouldn't be here. And like, oh boy. And it was like, try, and then you know when you know that and you try harder, oh. then you get worse. And I'm fine. Like nothing embarrassing, but sure. I'm just the 10th on the list. And this is a bigger loop group. And But then, then they switched it to a character on a ham radio. So that's someone that's like looking for help because the comet's going to hit. And everybody sort of missed that. Like every, we've been doing two hours of like, good morning, and we're going to spend the day, blah, blah, blah. Ha, ha, ha. And 
and they'll and they'll just say like, okay, Rachel, why don't you try this line? So it's not like that you're scripted of anything. I'll be like, all right, Pete, you try it. And and I was doing the the universe thing. I was like, let me do this one because everybody was reading it still sort of in a radio voice. And I was like, I don't think that's what it is. And so then it was like Rachel. I was the last one, and I was like, and I did really well. Like I was like, hello, is anyone out there? Like I was upset. Did I like I would be if I was alone in my cabin in New York. And like that made the movie and it was like, oh, and so just that moment then it was like, all right, you got this. You're fine. Oh, yeah. You deserve to be here. It, it, yeah, it was. So watching the movie, you heard you caught your voice. And well, so like, in Greenland, there's a bunch like the radio stuff and the morning radio and, and that moment. And that moment's like a it's kind of a pivotal moment in the movie, like the music shifts based on that. And and Gerard Butler's the star and like they react to that like they stop and listen to my voice <laughs> like Heck yeah yeah it was really cool it was oh, a cool experience oh what a fun thing what guy cuz getting into loop group i know is aspirational for a, a lot of people because yeah. it is it's hard work but it's it's pretty consistent work so what got you into like looping introductions that's it nepo that's yeah. it baby yeah. that's it that's yeah. honest okay yeah. and so and, well and the, but i was so so I, it's something that people think is very easy yeah and it really isn't like mm-hmm. I, at the end of the day i'm exhausted i bet you are, <laughs> like, like, I bet you are. it's like you're it's yeah you have to think on your feet you can't time is so precious you you don't have time mm. to not know it so when you're with someone that like was like i'll just hire my sister and then that poor sister is because people are so good at this. Like this is a this is a career for many people, and they're actors and they're voice actors and they're they're pros. And so it's not just a hire my sister kind of gig. And you see that sometimes, and I feel badly for the the sister. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so I had improv. I had stand up for fourteen years. I've been acting and have acting classes and chops and training and improvisation. Improvisation. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I had done years of uh, improv classes, and sure. so so it was like. What do they say? Like luck is opportunity meeting Meets preparation. preparation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And so you currently still do improv, and you're very fun to improvise with. But you used to do stand up comedy. So yes. what? Uh, you were the first sort of retired stand up comic uh, I have had on. So tell me about getting uh, into or out of that world, and if you miss hecklers or if you ever had any. I didn't get heckled. I didn't often. think so. Yeah, I. I was a friendly comic. I'm a clean mm. comic. So mm. if people heckle, most of the time they think they're helping. So <laughs> help. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you just kindly, you can kindly put them down. Okay. Um, and then they'll leave you alone. That's so I right. mean, sir, yeah. So I never got like, oh, uh, no, that's not true. Like, take off your shirt. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> thank you. I will not. But like, thank I'm you for I'm very asking. modest. This is a black turtleneck sweater <laughs> down to my wrists, up to my chin. <laughs> I, don't I love think it. So. Yeah, like, no, but that's the only one I can really think of. Okay, so like just drunks, yeah, um, or people thinking they're helping, or but yeah. So no, that was never that wasn't your thing. That was something I could. It, yeah, if it came up, you just kind of take it in the spirit it's offered and, yeah. and shush them and like, shush yeah, yeah i say like this is my time <laughs> thank you so much for the contribution yeah like if you can get everybody laughing at them yeah. then they'll be like mm, bye bye you're good it didn't work um yeah. so what got you into slash out of that world so into i grew up in pittsburgh and and that's what when you were reading the bio or like it's it was so hard to not say i was a stand-up it's so hard to say i'm retired from it it's really a difficult thing because it was so much a part of my identity, my joy, my passion, my love, my everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm finally at a place where it's like, yeah, I don't do it anymore. 
Um, but I got into it. I'm from Pittsburgh and I graduated college and I got a job and I hated life and I was so poor and I, I worked at a museum in Pittsburgh. It was a, like, it was a dream job. I had a great job. And I just remember, and I made 20,000 comma $500. Like that was my annual salary. I lived with my mom. I couldn't even afford to live with my mom. I had minimal debt, couldn't afford, like I was just, I was depressed. And I remember thinking, like, this is a stage in life that doesn't get credit. Like, yeah, that's right. Right? That's it's a right. hard, you're yes. promised everything. Go yes. to college. Life is, yes. that's all you need to do. That's I did it. well. I got this dream job. And I hated, I hated everything. Mm. And so this is a pick-me-up story. But then, <laughs> so I, um, one day, I, so the Carnegie Museum of Art is where I worked. But Ooh, it's a, fancy. It was fancy. It was very, it was, a, it's a fantastic museum. But it's a part of a, in Pittsburgh, we say Carnegie, and that's where Andrew Carnegie was from. So if anybody like cringed, like when you'd have to call, Carne- like you'd have to call places in New York and they'd be like, Carnegie? And it's like, yes, Carnegie. Carnegie? Yes, Carnegie. Wait, so is Carnegie <laughs> Hall actually Carnegie Hall? It, it, it should that's be. That's the Scottish if- way of saying it. That's the way Andrew Carnegie said it, and that's I why Pittsburgh know that. said it. I think people will fight me on that. But and you're fancier than New Yorkers. Fuck them. I love right. it. Good Carne- Carnegie. Carnegie. I'm into it. Okay, so you worked at the Carnegie Museum, yes, Museum. which yep. is part of the Carnegie Institute, which okay. was for museums. Okay. So there was like development. I did fundraising, and one day, like this is where it's like when like the universe opens up. One day, I had to go across the street to the central development and I had to deliver a envelope. I didn't do that often, but that day I did. And I gave it to a friend and she was like, listen, so they, like, thank God she was sitting at her desk at that moment. Like if she had not been at her desk at that moment, if I had not walked over at that moment, everything would have been different in my life. Wow. And she was like, listen, the girls are making me do this stupid stand-up comedy class. I don't want to do it. Will you please do it with me? And it was at this time I had nothing in my life. I was, such, I was so sad. I was so. It was, I always say it was like my Picasso blue period, which is an art joke, but it was just like oh, deep cut, deep I'm cut for so the art nerds. <laughs> okay. And it was like yeah, and it was at the community college. It was thirty five bucks. I didn't have thirty five bucks, and for the first time ever, I asked my brother. Like my brother and I don't have that kind of relationship. I've never asked him for money before or after this moment. But he knew I was pretty sad, and it was like wow. absolutely. So he paid my thirty-five buck, thirty-five dollar class, and it was just lovely. It was all these people from all different walks of the world, which is my still my favorite thing yes. about comedy. Like, yes, I will make friends with people that my life would have never crossed paths with, and we'll talk on the phone and giggle like girls, mm. you know, with like. Yeah. A guy with a prison record and two kids and, and like, yeah. like, you know, like someone that's so much older and like we would have nothing in common. But when you're comics, you have everything. It's like yeah. this little world. Um, but I met these guys like one was a toilet salesman and I loved him and just all these different people. And then I still keep in touch with some of them and I still root them on. I still see a lot of them. Um, but so we did this class and then. I had like a life. I had something to talk about. I had when people said, what are you into? It's like, oh, I'm taking this stand up comedy class and everyone would get so excited. And like before then, I didn't have money to go out with my friends. Like I didn't have a social life. I because I, I just woke up, went to my sad job, hated it, loved the people I worked with. Uh, and they certainly changed my world. But that was it. Like it was it. It was just like, oh, God, is this it until retirement? Is this what life is? Mm-hmm. And I'm 20 what two when yeah. you graduate college yeah. yeah 
it was a sad time. <laughs> but comedy brought light and gave me something that people got excited about. And it got me a job. Uh, am I going on too long? No, about keep this? going. No, I love this. So then after a while at the museum, I needed to make more money. And I would just look at every like every truck that drove by. I'd write down the name of the company. Every billboard I drove by, I'd write down the name of the company. Because like, when you're a kid, you, don't, you know. don't know. You know there's teachers. You know there's insurance people. You know there's doctors. But you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I, my family, on this really out of character thing, my brother was dating a girl and we were going to meet her. And it was the 4th of July on the top of Mount Washington. We went to a fancy restaurant, which everything about that sentence <laughs> never happened again before, before since. <laughs> all of it. All of it was like, what's going what? on, McDowell clan? Like, what is happening? <laughs> but okay. I, I, yeah. And the traffic is at the top of like... The traffic was horrendous. We don't do traffic. We don't do any of these things. <laughs> and, but we did. And I was, so I'm at this restaurant with a view of the city. And I see this building and the name. on. And I was like, okay, what, what company is that? And I see this building, this name on the top of a building. And I go home and I look it up. And it had an, a posting for an administrative assistant, which I graduated as a communications major and an art history minor. So I had no skills, <laughs> like, no skills, <laughs> no shade to any one of those same majors. But let's be no, honest, change it, get a trade. <laughs> like, why didn't Fix someone tell me to get a trade? I, when I told my grandpa, like I came home and I was like, I picked my major. And he's like, oh, great. What is it? And I said, I'm going to major in communications and minor in art history. And he was like, so basically what you're telling me is you're going to major in unemployment and minor in welfare. <laughs> And I didn't get it. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Gramps. See ya. I'm going to go study art. <laughs> but yeah, so I put on my resume that I did stand-up comedy. So I took this one class at the community college. Our final exam was at a bar and grill <laughs> with all of our friends and family. Uh, but I just had minimal skills. So I put at the bottom, like, with that special skill part of a resume that I did stand-up. And it got so 200 people submitted resumes for that job. And that, the woman that hired me, who I love, 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 pulled me aside years later. No, years later, we were having lunch and we, neither one of us worked there anymore. And it was like, you know, the reason I hired you was because you had that on your resume. And she was like, we, we just, the team was an emotional team and we just needed comic relief. And so like that got me in that job. In some format, I stayed with that company for 11 years and wow. traveled the country. And wow. yeah, it really changed everything for me. So you, based on your major and everything, because we have, a, there's a lot of comics who have been on the podcast before who are like, oh, I knew, you know, I fell out the womb doing bits. Like I yeah. knew I was going to be a comic. So, and also they get really touchy. Not all of them. Calm down, everybody. But they get touchy around the, if you've done stand up once to say that you're a stand up sure. comic. So do you feel that way now that looking back, you're like, oh, I was always meant to do comedy. I just didn't know it. And extra question do you then get offended by people now who say like yeah i'm a stand-up and they've done stand-up one time you shouldn't say you're a stand-up if you've done <laughs> you know where i get even i'll raise you okay when you say you're a comedian yeah i remember <laughs> i went to the women's march with two very funny friends but they're 
comedic act. You're a comedic actor. Yeah. <laughs> and so when we ran into a comic I knew and I introduced him, he's like, are they comics? And at the, all the same time, I was like, no. And they were like, yes. yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I, to me, comic is pure. Yeah. It is standing on that stage. I think you can be a comedic actor. I think even in improv, which yeah, sure. is comedy, but it is, you are it's not a comic. comedic acting, though. Yeah, you're not a comic. Yeah. So, God, forgive me for saying that on a public thing, but. No, I've heard, no, we've heard it a lot. You, yeah. Yeah. Oh, a lot. Most comics say that. Yeah. And do you, looking back, do you think, oh, I was always going to do comedy? I didn't know it, but I was absolutely born for this. No. Okay. I think if my life wasn't so dirt, below dirt, <laughs> sad, miserable. <laughs> so, yes, the answer to my question is yes, because all comics have that story. <laughs> but, yeah, why would I have done that? Yeah. Why would why? I have needed to put why? myself through that if yeah. I had a boyfriend <laughs> and we were going to Cabo? You were rich. And, or just even just could afford a gas. Life. <laughs> <laughs> not a life a house just, just donut a, like why would I single, why, yeah I needed <laughs> yeah I don't think you do it yeah and that's where sometimes you'll get uh like so like John Hamm when he acts comedically it's like it's not for you dude yeah. let someone else have that role like god bless yeah I don't know I shouldn't say anything but like when you see beautiful people do comedy it's like yeah. it's not for you yeah it's you're too hot. Us. Let yeah. us have it. <laughs> yeah. You're too hot. Yeah. Yeah. Like life mm-hmm. is, it's so, but that's one of the beauties of life is like, if I wasn't so sad, like, so then I would have probably married my high school. If I mm-hmm. had a high school sweetheart, which I didn't, or a college Same. sweetheart, which Same-sy. I didn't. Same-sy. But what if I, you know, then I would have gotten married and I'd have a nice house mm-hmm. and I'd go to work and I'd have two kids and that sure. would be a great life, but it's not, the, it's not the life I wanted. It's not the life, like I wouldn't have been seeking if mm. I was happy and content. Sure. So my misery made me scratch. <laughs> misery is motivation. It can be. Not always. Fear. It, yeah, fear. Fear no, is a great motivator. I was just having this conversation. Like everything that I've accomplished, fear was my motivation. Like, and then I met. I have a wonderful husband, and we have a nice life. And I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. And my motivation has suffered. Like, sure, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't have to scrap and scratch. And oh, I can't. This can't be it. Like, how many times in my life where it's like, Rachel, this can't be your life. Yeah. You can't. This can't be it. You've got. It's got to be better than this. Yeah. And then you start looking at billboards, and you start looking, <laughs> you know, like skyscrapers just, and skyscrapers writing down names. And yeah. Like, God, it's got to be. This is it's not be what my life is supposed to be. Sure, sure. But now. You love your life. Let's watch some TV. This is a good life. Let's do that. Order pizza and hit the couch. (laughs) (laughs) So that's okay. Do you, is there any aspect of stand up that you miss? I miss, I miss talking about stand up. I miss Mm. hanging out with comedians. Sure. So much. I love hanging out with comedians. I loved being on stage. I love writing and having it work. Like to Mm. me, creating a joke is like a math problem. Sure is. So where it's like, you're just missing, like what is X? Mm-hmm. And when you find X, it's like, Oh, it's the it's best good, feeling. Good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I miss that. Um, but I, it's just, I don't miss being on the road. I don't miss being by myself. Sure. There's an article. I think it's Mark Ronson. Oh, I like Mark. Yeah. Very, you know he's an author. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm not mad at okay. him, but I've read, I, 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 I read. Like, really? You yeah. know, Mark, he goes to the comedy store. <laughs> no, well, am I thinking of the regular, everything's fucked? Yes. And the, that that yes. author? Yeah, I like his books. So he wrote an article that I haven't read, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but let's reference Here's it and quote honesty. it. Here we yeah, go. It's like, okay, it was just one commercial, it was non-union, and I haven't read the article. But, but. 
But it, the gist of it is, is if you have a passion, you have to take what you hate the most about that passion and see if you can stomach that for the rest of your life. Oh, right? God. So you That's have a dream. too honest. Oof. Uh-huh. Oof. So what is stand-up? If I keep doing stand-up, I'm gone all the time. You barely, even when I, I had, would sell merch, very cute merch that you can get on rachelmcdowell.com. <laughs> little link in the show notes. <laughs> and, but so I'd have merch. I'd... Like I'm, a f- I was a solid feature, so I'm making more money. That I'm not an opener anymore, but mm-hmm. I'm not a headliner either, like a weekday headliner. So I could, but it's like you barely break even. So I'm away from home. I'm driving my car all over the place, and I come home, and I you have to feed yourself unless you want to eat nachos all the time. You have to mm-hmm. put a lot of times features aren't put up in hotels anymore. Which that like if you put me up in a hotel, you're going golden. Yeah, golden. So I would start to do casinos, and that was that's a great gig. That yeah, is. But I think, you know, another thing that happened was 2015 and Donald Trump hit the scene and Who? I stopped liking people. Like, why? Yeah. Who and why? Yeah. Not I, to go there, but we've I, I look at people differently. Like I used to love doing rural rooms mm. and I used to love making people forget their problems and laugh. And then I think the last, what is it, six years now, it's like you. I just look at people differently. I, mm. I see not great things when I look at a lot of people that fall into that category and it's, it's 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 hard. Yeah. 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 It's hard. And I think I am not a political comic. I'm a clean comic. I'm not edgy at all. I am. Mm -hmm. You could put me like, I uh, like a room full of gray haired people. (laughs) I'm going to kill it. They love you. Yeah. So I don't, but I remember I said one thing and there was a like a person of color in the front row, and he was like, "I love Trump," and it was like, "Wait, what?" But what I said was so tame. It was like, "We're just gonna tip my tip. toe, dip mm-hmm. my toe," mm-hmm. and it was like, "Nope." It just killed something inside. It just <laughs> killed something inside me. Yeah, and I don't want to dance monkey dance for people that mm-hmm. think that way. <laughs> yeah, that's honest. And I think as a clean comic, if we're being really honest, yeah. like you attract a specific audience that yeah. you know average law of averages is maybe more in that camp of being pro that affiliation than not, you know, who knows? But so I think that, yeah, that would be a really, really tough position to be in. Yeah. I get that. And it's like, it's for people. Like it's like, it used to be if I could go and I could make you forget your work week. What a gift. Yeah. What a gift. And that's what I used to think. Yeah. I would think like my jokes, like I would think, especially (laughs) if it was a crowd that I knew I could have mm. and it was like I felt like when I buy you a gift and I wrap it really like I buy like when I buy a gift I buy a gift I know you're gonna like I don't just get you something yeah so it's like I've bought this gift for you I know you're gonna love this gift I wrapped it beautifully and I can't wait for you to have it mm. and then that just like I got goosebumps yeah. just that that's how I used to feel if if I knew if it was a crowd that was like my kind of crowd like mm-hmm. I knew it was gonna be great um and then the rest of us be like, I made this present. I hope you like it. <laughs> <laughs> Open it quickly. I'll leave the room. Bye. <laughs> I get that. I think it's good. If not, I have another present. Thank you. I'll, I'll do something else. I'll sing. What do you need? <laughs> well, deeply relatable. Um, okay. So you, so there's aspects of it that you missed, but you, you made the choice that was healthiest for you. I made the choice. Like. Yeah. I, yeah. If it was after COVID hit. And mm-hmm. so I was at a stage where I never said no. 
if you ask me to be on your show, absolutely I'll be on your show, but I didn't seek out shows. Mm. So then that meant I'm rusty. Sure. Like, you know, like I'm not, I'm performing once a week sure. instead of like hitting it. And it is, it's a muscle. Yeah, it it's is. Like, yeah, funny is a muscle. Yeah, it is. And I miss that muscle. Yeah. I think I'm less funny as a person just in general without standout. I think you're doing great, no, but I get thank it. You. <laughs> yeah, I'm still fun. I mean, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm still batting jokes. above average. Is yeah, that a sports talk? I don't know, <laughs> but you are batting I'm above still average. still swinging rackets. <laughs> <laughs> swinging touchdowns is that what we say i think it is okay so just quickly get us up to today so um you're doing voiceover now you're uh you're so you're performing you are doing some improv Can, if people want to watch your older stuff for your your uh, comedy things like do you still promote that stuff or no. would you no okay and i was never that was part of it too as, <laughs> as i'll do it i hate watching myself oh. i hate really i love if you would be in the crowd and come to my show yes but like send me a clip Ugh, really? I, hate, I hate that i hate that why uh does it make you just self-critical and make you like double go, like back away from a joke because you hear how it lands no it's my it's physical it's uh, you know like you, I struggle, yeah it's weight has always been a thing ugh. so i'm up there and i think i'm doing great and i'm wearing my shirt that i love and then someone takes a picture and it's like oh i didn't know that shirt looked that way it's yeah it's that kind of that small stuff that breaks my that heart. made it yeah. torture yeah yeah that's honest as fuck Thank yeah you for, for being that honest but that's what yeah. it is or like, so there was a great guy that would come to clubs and he would sketch people like and you didn't ask and it was like <laughs> so he would just come up and be like here's you not <laughs> if he has a business he should name it that non-consensual <laughs> sketch <laughs> that was good you it's only first time you Bingo. swung that rocket and tossed <laughs> it into the hill <laughs> touchdown <laughs> But yeah, he oh. came up and he handed me a sketch and it was like who's that like that's, that's where's her that's face in <laughs> like it was just oh man and it was a nice lovely gesture sure. or people snap pictures of you all the time and like so on stage i'm not in my body I'm, of course not you're floating you're right floating. Yeah. and then it's like oh i need to suck it in i need to yeah uh, shouldn't wear that shirt anymore can't wear those so pants fucking honest being a woman <laughs> is impossible well and I would catch myself when I'd see women not men mm -hmm. doing the when same men thing? are on stage yes. I just listen to the men mm -hmm. but when women are on stage I'm like look at those jeans she looks great this, da, 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 or she shouldn't mm -hmm. have wore that mm -hmm. or like it, just in my own mm -hmm. head to my own self same. I would never say anything to anyone else of course not yeah but, uh, but uh, I notice and I'm, it's like oh guess who else gets noticed me me Oh, I'm so guilty of the same thing. I just was thinking I was, I just watched a, a female comic special and I really liked, well, it's positive. So I can say it's Chelsea Handler, what she chose mm -hmm. to wear for her Ryman special. I was like, I'm living Jumpsuit. for this outfit. Yes. Yeah. And those fucking cool uh, sneakers. I was like, I yeah. am living for this look. But then I thought, what's the last, like I've seen a ton of guys specials. I couldn't, I just watched Chris Rocks. Couldn't tell you what he was wearing, but I can paint what Chelsea Handler was wearing. And it's like, oh, that Boy. is interesting. Isn't that interesting what we are like? Like in just biases. Anyway, this is about feminism. Let's transition <laughs> into the lighthearted topic of women. All right, let's get out of this. Hope you enjoyed your apps, folks. Wow, Kate, you've done this before. This is not your first time. We hope you enjoyed your apps. We're going to move on to the entrees after a quick break. All right, we are back. And now it's time for the entrees. Okay, Rachel, mm -hmm. this is the part where we ask the same questions in the same order all the time. We sometimes deviate. I know you've never heard any of these questions before. You've never heard the podcast. So this is just top of your head. Right. Smart. Just how Spit we're doing balling. it. Spitballing. This is how remembering. This is how quick your brain is. Okay. What was your first job ever where the government was taking taxes out? 
you can say anything, but paycheck, paycheck job. Yeah, paycheck, grocery store. I was a bagger chick, which was pretty big. You know, every (laughs) the bag of the women were cashiers, and but they just weren't. As soon as I hit sixteen, my mother pushed me out the door, and (laughs) God, it was my brother worked there, so it was just we knew I was going to work there, and uh, they only had a bagger position open, so I was a bagger chick. Okay, local grocery store. Now we have had a few other bagger humans on the on the podcast. Bagger and humans. I always ask. Well, were you trained in a specific way to position, like Tetrising the food and everything, or were they just kind of like, don't put the eggs on the bottom? I think now, judging from my grocery store experiences, there is no training. <laughs> What I even what said, I even said at the, I was at the grocery store. I was like, "Do you guys get trained?" Because I used to do this. <laughs> You're about to teach them about themselves. You're like, "I'm gonna read you." Excuse uh-huh. me. I watched a video. We watched a video. <laughs> so just basics, really? guys. Like, don't put the egg. Like, don't put chemicals with my lunch meat, like or vegetables, that kind of stuff. I straight up, honest to God, until this exact moment, didn't even think about that. I saw your face. I was like, what's happening with her face? Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that. Well, don't let it happen again. I won't. That's right. And it's, but the, common sense isn't common sense until you're told it. Sure isn't. And now doesn't, it's like, of course you of wouldn't course put you would never toilet put bleach bowl cleaner with, yeah. with kale. Wow. But they do it. They do it in 2023 right in this neighborhood, Right in this and neighborhood. And That's we right. won't say where we are because we're not going to shade all the grocery people. Right. And I'll give you the address of it. Um, <laughs> but I did the- say, like, are you guys not trained? Because, like, so I did, <laughs> I take it kind of personally and I'm like, I'll just bag this stuff. Because <laughs> I got it. Move along, sir. I want to be very careful with my produce because now I'm a woman in my 40s living in the suburbs <laughs> and I have demands. <laughs> fall in line sir wait so they well, I, I don't know why i didn't think about that so was there anything else that you learned in the like training video where you were like huh i'd have done it the, a different way like i didn't know you that. don't want to make things too heavy and uh, now in 2023 ever since in california they started charging, charging for, for bags. bags now and you can see that the bag person thinks they're doing you a favor. less bags yeah one i bring my own bags guys usually uh, so Hero. Don't, and so I have to, like it's an old hero. lady, go, don't pack them too heavy. And I hear my grandma's <laughs> voice. Excuse me, don't pack them too heavy. Thank you so much. I'll just take a couple extra trips. <laughs> <laughs> I own a home. I'm okay. That's right. oh, I have a driveway and minimal <laughs> stairs. You I don't just, know me. <laughs> Do you live in an apartment, asshole? Um, okay, so that is that's interesting. Okay, so yeah. not not make them too heavy. W- do you remember what you were getting paid to do that job? Minimum wage. Okay, which at the time was like probably eight, seven. Well, what no, is it? Now? I don't no, think now so. It's seven. My number. I want to say five ninety five. Yeah, that feels. So it was like nineteen ninety five. So maybe I'm just going from nineteen ninety. But I okay. feel like it was because I remember getting older, and minimum wage didn't get raised. A girl, for a lo- like for like I was. Mm-hmm. I was 2003 was the last time it was raised. And that was so from 1995. Oh, it was then it had been the same. I looked this up once. I think it was like 87 or something like that. I got to look up the stats, but from like 87 to like 2003, it was not raised. And since 2003, it hasn't been raised. Yeah. We're doing great. Yeah. So like my life was completely different, but the people at that grocery store were still making whatever it was. It may not have been 595. Whatever it was though. Still making minimum wage. Gross. Yeah. Um, Cool. How long did you have that job? I think two years. I was trying, yeah, I think 16 to 
high school graduation. Did you like play sports, do theater, have after school activities and also have that job? I dabbled in every sport, like, but not seriously. So yeah, I did. So I like, I wasn't an athlete, but I would play. I love tennis. I played tennis, but I was like JV on my best day. But, but that's, Um, that's practice after school. That's like, so how could you balance that with a grocery store job? Or was the grocery store just the it was weekend? Part time, and it wasn't. Oh. No, it was. I don't know. I think when you're young, you you're have just energy. Fine. Just, yeah, like yeah. I mean, there were days I was very tired, but I think I only worked <laughs> until ten. Oh, and then, oh. yeah. So yeah, so it was, it was small town grocery store. So oh. we're not living it up all night, twenty four hours. So, yeah, <laughs> it's so not you were home by ten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm impressed. All right, you had that for two years. How many customer service jobs have you had total? Would you say like roughly? I think depending on your definition nine or 11 like nine or 11 study jobs in college it would be 11 okay uh talk to me about what are those what were these jobs so the low by low my grocery store by low then we go to college oh no so by low and then summer after high school telemarketing have you had telemarketers on oh yes but i want every detail i want every detail i had a guest on who uh uh kristen meisner who loved it what? loved it lived for it loved it. she was like i was a problem solver i loved her. it yeah she said she would go back to it today and i was like ma'am excuse for uh, yeah so please tell me everything i did it three different times girl so this one this job was famous in my town because you made so let's say like i make 5.95 in my thoughts yeah but this job paid you nine bucks an hour so that's, that's almost big double. money yeah that is big money so okay. because it's so horrible <laughs> And so it was famous in my town. So you'd walk, <laughs> and this is the 90s, so people could smoke in public. Yeah. And you would have to go to work, and you'd walk through like 40 smokers right outside the door, just like, because they were just all coming down from the job, like, puff, 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 and you got it. It was like, it's okay. It's You're like, okay. Give me one of those, I get it. <laughs> I'll see you in 20 minutes. <laughs> and then you had to do surveys. So, well, so first, this job was so horrible that. It would get people, <laughs> so if you didn't want to work, and this never was my person, I never did this, but people's friends would call in bomb threats so that you'd <laughs> be working. And it was God. so bad that then it would be like, there's a bomb threat, everybody clear the floor, and everybody would go downstairs and smoke, 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 <gasps> until the police or whoever comes for bomb threats would clear it. But it happened weekly. Like, Rachel. Yeah, some, uh, not, not my people. Uh, no, no, of course. <laughs> of course not. But, but oh I wasn't God. sad when there was a bomb threat. I was like, oh. Like, how would you know if it were legitimate? Because it happened all the time. It was like, it was like when I lived in a dorm and there were fire drills all the time. Like, somebody like, just got drunk and pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. And this, it just happened. And this is before life was like that. There yeah, weren't sure. bombs and, you know, yeah. like there weren't stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm sure it'd be different 1800s. now. Yeah. 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 Okay. We were churning butter. We weren't worried about bombs. <laughs> What's a bomb? Has that been invented? Okay. But I had to do one survey. So I'll call you. Okay. I don't tell you. I don't even know if wait, I wait, tell do you it. my let's name. Do it. Wait, no, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Ring, ring, ring. Okay. Hello. So hi, this is Rachel calling from some weird third party you've never heard of. <laughs> oh. And this is my favorite one. <laughs> So this is the gastrointestinal survey. In the last six months, have you had diarrhea? Yes. Yeah. Vomiting? Yes. (laughs) I'm very sick. Painful bowel, painful cramping relieved by a bowel movement? Every day. (laughs) But so I had to call Wait, so would I have to consent to that survey? I just start. Yeah, that a girl. I don't warm it up. We just go right in. (laughs) And And I'm asking you about your poop. And it was my most successful survey. Fuck off. Right. Well, people love talking about that because they don't get to, I guess. When, when it was like belching was a question. And oh, a guy went, Ugh. does that answer your question? <laughs> I was like, no, sir. I need a yes, no, <laughs> or, or unsure. 
<laughs> You're on a recorded line. Okay. Wait, so you, so what was it a generalized, like, they I just guess, had different clients. So you oh, were on, okay, okay. I was on the gastrointestinal. You'd go in and you'd find out what <laughs> did you, you were on. That? Did you pick the poop one? Uh, no. Oh, it was just no, a sign but to you. I lucked out. Yeah, you did. It was a good, like, That's I would be one. like, something wrong with my water? Like, I would, if somebody <laughs> called me and started asking me about painful cramping yeah. relieved by a bowel movement. Yeah. I'd be nervous. Uh, what's going on? Yeah. Why yeah. are you asking Who me? Who are you? And it's yeah. like, this is Rachel calling from ABC that you don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, what is that? So what was a gathering date of Was it like the American Medical Association? Was it? Oh, you still don't know. Don't know. Yeah, I was just a cog in the wheel, the corporate wheel. (laughs) Okay. So you, okay, so poop was one. Did you have other? Sure. Okay. But who knows? I don't remember. But it was cold calling, asking people these questions. It was not to like sell timeshares and shit like that. No, no. Okay. But you said you did telemarketing a couple times? Three times. Three times. So what, when you say three times, that that means not three years in succession. That means you return to the job three times. Just like your buddy that you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good Mm -hmm. skill. It's a. Is it? Yeah. Did it make you crazy though? Like you're just on the phone all day. It's endless. So like hang up. So here's my tip to people. If you get a telemarketer, don't be a jerk. Yeah. Be kind. Listen to my spiel and say, no, thank you. And then I say, okay, not interested. But if you're like, then I just go call back in five minutes. Like click, click. I'm doing with my fingers. You just get like (laughs) control four. So you could put them back in the rotation. Call back right away. Didn't answer. So I love it. Yeah. Okay. And then I feel better and move on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you're just, I mean, it's churn and burn because you're getting rated yeah. on volume. There's no break. Girl. Yeah. So how long, how so shifts are only three hours. Oh, they have to be. Yeah. They have to be. Yeah. 911 operators shifts are longer than that. We've had a 911 operator on and it's, it floors me that those are longer than three hours. I never thought about nine. I mean, I would, oh, I wouldn't even stress. compare those two. But it's, yeah. Cause I think the 911 operator stress level has sure. to be through the roof. I'd, I'd, I couldn't do that for eight hours. Sure. Much. And, but telemarketing for longer than three hours, I go crazy too. Right. So is it just, it's like, click, turn, oh, okay, they didn't answer. Click, yep. they didn't answer. Bomb threat. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm going to go smoke <laughs> and stretch these legs. Wow, that's wild. So what, was it just because it was, you know, a job that somebody, a buddy of yours had and was like, hey, Everybody had it. Everybody. Almost everybody worked there for a minute or two. <laughs> My friend, who, like, we all just graduated high school. And so the party house was right around the corner from the oh, job. Kind of perfect. So, yeah, so perfect. Yeah. Three-hour shift, walk to the party. Have a so it's like six to nine. Oh. It's never earlier than that. It's never later than that. That's great. Yeah. It, it, well, it, on paper, but no. Okay. But what was it yeah. about it that you hated? Everything. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a claustrophobic feeling. Oof. Like, so like, yes, don't answer. Another number pops up. Like it's just, so it's all like <gasps> sensory like, overload. Yeah. And just, there's no break. Ugh. So if you get someone nice, then that's okay. That but that happens like maybe. So maybe you get three surveys a night and you're killing it. So three people talk to you in three hours and you're killing it. What is or they'll take you through and then they'll go, oh, my husband just got home. I have to go. So and then they hang up. It. And it's like, no. I've heard this. Yeah. That, yeah. You just got to keep them till the end. Yeah. And then if they're like, is this going to be much longer? You have to yeah. be like, just a couple more just, questions. Yeah. Oh. But it is going to be longer and I know it and I'm going to lose you. Like once you Oof. start, once you start wriggling on the line. So I'm there was not you. a way to collect the data prior to the actual completion of the survey. So it wasn't like they could take piecemeal data of like, well, they answered at least 10 of these questions. So it had to be completed. What was the training for that like? Uh, It was a day. It was a full shift. I think that's why everybody did it because you got paid nine bucks an hour to Uh, do the training. And then I think you did one day and you were out. Like I lasted probably a summer 
Damn. Just one summer. Yeah. But why'd you like go back three days a week? That's all. Oh, it's not too bad, I guess. Yeah. And no, if they're paying not double. On paper. It's not on yeah. paper. And that's what my mom would be like, what are you complaining about? Like, this is, you're making nine bucks an hour. It's a three hour shift. I'm like, you don't go. You don't know. <laughs> it's horrible. But real talk, if we're doing that math, that's 27 bucks. Yeah. Pre-tax, which means you're going to see about, I don't know, 16, 17 of that. Maybe, well, out here, I guess there, maybe you'd see 19 of that. But like, that's not a lot of money for three hours of your di- of your time. Like, and really a week, if you're doing three shifts, that's 90, this is 100 something pre-tax. Like, that's not a lot you're of money. You're a high school kid. All you got is time. Yeah, I just yeah. graduated. Yeah, it's, that's yeah, right. I don't have to work at the grocery store anymore. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, you're making double. Yeah, like, what do I need? What do I need? Do I need. need three bucks for the beer money yeah that's, that's right yeah um, so okay it was, it was a yeah it wasn't a savings job it was just sure. a survival living for, job yeah just yeah pocket okay. money okay so you telemarketed for three so three times so we have buy low telemarketing three times what else we have go to college okay work study i worked for the library science department oh, you which was kind of cool. great it did was you a, love the library i didn't work in the library i worked for the department that taught like future librarians Aww. which was full of surprises like, it was a lot of people that had degrees like I had, like degrees that, like psychology, lots of psychology people. Sure. Like, uh, like just degrees where you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Poetry? What are you doing? And then they, but then librarians make bank. A what? Yeah. Like, it was a start. If you had to have a master's, you couldn't, it Get wasn't a four-year degree. Get the See, I thought this too. <laughs> I, I didn't so know this. Surprised. Is this why they're snobs? Sorry. But well, they're educated. They're Damn. educated AF. And I they, did not yeah, know Yeah, you have that. to have a master's degree. And back then, starting salary was 80 grand. A come on. Back in For Pennsylvania. A yeah. So Damn. treat them with respect. Okay. They're driving Maseratis. They are book and doctors. Oh. <laughs> I don't know about that, Rachel. <laughs> that it was like wild. an interesting, yeah, it was like not a field. I just needed a work study and I got hired at the library science department. And they saw So it. I had no interest. It was like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, I was just filing things and answering phones. You come phones. and hung over. You're like, I yeah. don't give a fuck. Yeah. And they're like, ma'am. <laughs> they're just very like, hey, buttoned You're up. the one that majored in forestry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> oh, you really saw yourself fighting fires? Okay, buddy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you did that. That what was it? That you said that was work study library science. Library science. That's, they try to make that sound fancy. So it's a major. It's just it's like a college oh. major is library. You can major in library science. Why call it science? Because it's here we go. It's all right. Not right. Okay. The Dewey Decimal <laughs> System. What you don't just born knowing that? <laughs> you gotta study that. So we had to invent it. Okay. Okay, I fine. mean, there were whole classes, I believe master's you. classes on the Dewey Decimal That's System. insane to me, but I believe you. Okay, so work, study, library, science, you did that for how many years? I don't know. And I loved my boss, you Barbara. Love, she oh. was like a wonderful, she was wonderful. Uh, she was maternal and but oh. hard-ass. Like she was... Love it. Yeah, she was great. Smart. It's very mm-hmm. smart, yeah. yeah. I could see that. Um, but then I did, telemarketing came in, so then I joined telemarketing to make some extra money at college. So, were so this you is going freshman to, year. So I bet I was in freshman, sophomore, was with library science. Okay. And were then, you going to to college in the town? Like, was this telemarketing for the same company no, in the same no, town? No. Oh, this was, oh, you, this okay. Is, yeah, went to college. You had, a, you had an experience. Okay, so you do, tell because you're like, I'm good at telemarketing. I know I can do it. Well, it was so, just like, oh, there's a job. Oh, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, no, it was not. Not <laughs> was exciting. Not like, oh, I've got a skill set I can bring to the table. No, <laughs> like, it's like, um, it. it's just up the stairs from my dorm. <laughs> <laughs> guess i'll go do that yeah okay got yeah. it but thanks for the credit <laughs> okay. but it was for the alumni so i would call alumni and i was the only freshman uh Ooh, fancy so i only got it because i had telemarketing experience okay. and i was the third top caller okay getting people to donate yeah 
Do you ever get people be rude? Like the alumni? Sure. Okay. But not like my, <laughs> when I, like my first week, my best friend, who's still my wonderful friend, has a complicated last name. And the girl next to me was like, how do you say this? And I was like, oh, I got it. It was my friends. Aw. So I called and her brother picked up and and I, I didn't know her family yet. We had just met. And I asked, and he was like, I'm the babysitter. <laughs> Hang up on me. And they, there's no small children. Like, he was just lying. Just being a dick. <laughs> but, yeah. okay. but I remember one time I had, it was Halloween, and I got a guy, and he was like, what are you wearing? And I played with it. I was Good. like, I'm about 5'9". <laughs> I was like, long red hair. 72 pounds yeah. soaking wet. <laughs> and I got money for you. <laughs> <laughs> pre OnlyFans. So good for you. You got his first OnlyFans donation. Okay. So it was telemarketing alumni. Then what was, so you had said nine or 11 jobs. We're up to four. Okay. Five, so then, six, so six, through six. college, then I did different work study for the United Way, oh. which was lovely. I oh, really yeah, learned a person. lot there. Look at you. Okay. What'd I mean, you- that was again, just a job that was posted that I applied for <laughs> You're but not. I was a communication, so it was like it worked, like it was a community outreach and yeah. p- making posters, which I'm not great at. Okay. Uh, but it was, but in 97, <laughs> I was killer at it. Great. Uh, and then I worked retail for a little bit. I worked at a local fashion bug. Do you know what no, fashion I bug is? I do know what yeah, fashion yeah. bug. So then I moonlighted there. So I had the work study and fashion bug. Okay. So that takes us to six. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. But yep, we're up to okay. six. Summers in college, I worked at Mac Park Pool. So there's the local swimming pool, which was fantastic. Okay. What did you do at Mac Park Pool? I was the admissions chick and sometimes moonlighted in concessions. Which did you like better, admissions or concessions? Oh, admissions. I'd read books. You just sit in this little dank dank thing, like this little cubby. Yeah. And people, most people have passes, so they just walk by. My friends were the lifeguards, so we yeah listening to good top forty music all day, reading books. What's a song you can remember listening to? (laughs) I'm a bitch. I I love it. I love it. I forget who sings that. Do not feel ashamed. (laughs) I know that song. Okay, I played a lot. Okay, so you summer, so you would, uh, so you sometimes moonlighted in concessions, but admissions was your preference between the two. You had friends that worked there. Um, what else did you? Okay. So that takes us through college. Mm-hmm. So we're up to seven, seven. So telemarketing again. So then I got Girl. a job at the museum where I made 20 comma $500 a year. Oh, that one. For that eight, t- 40 hours a week, real job, stress hard. Okay. Couldn't afford to live with my mother rent free. Oh, <laughs> it was very rough. sad. It's rough. And I met a woman who I loved and she like, so I, the people I worked with that were, were phenomenal. So they like, they were, ha, ha, ha. they were fantastic. Okay. Um, but she, they were all poor too. And so this woman, and she just recently passed away and she was, I, there, there was this article about like, now everybody works from home. And so like kids entering the workforce mm-hmm. are entering it at home and you don't get those coworkers. Yeah. Like, that was such a special thing. Like right. the people that you're, you learn, mm-hmm. like I never met a Heather in my whole, like I, <laughs> like a woman like this, I never met a woman like her and she was just amazing. And she was bold and brash and ballsy and mm. didn't care what people thought. And like, oh, I didn't know you could be like that. And she was a bigger woman that was sexy and wore mm. cleavage. And it was like, what's, what's happening? <laughs> I love this. What are we doing? I know that this is a, yeah. Oh. Um, but so she always worked. She always had other jobs, and she got a job at a telemarketing firm that it, it was right by my house. Like, yeah. So, and this is in Pittsburgh now. So, it was a four-minute drive, and I telemarketed with her, <laughs> and and that was great. That was a great experience. Okay. I mean, it was still sucked, but it was with her. Yeah. And it was like you would say the same thing over and over that your words would morph. So, mm-hmm. like, it's a free it's a free program. 
turn into it's a free pig, ma'am. <laughs> and you couldn't you couldn't enunciate your way out of it. It's a free pig, ma'am. And then, you, and then we would just bust up and Rachel McDowell was Rachel Bow. Like it was just I couldn't even say my own name after a while. Like it was I love yeah, it. it was a nice way to make more than minimum wage, three sure. hour shifts, yeah, twice a week or whatever. Okay. And so that was in Pittsburgh. Was in so Pittsburgh. we're up to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and we're up to nine. Uh, then maybe nine. Okay. Maybe I did count my work studies. Okay. The, yeah. Okay. Um, and then would you say uh, stand-up comedy is customer service? Oh, I don't mm-hmm. I haven't landed firmly mm. one way or the other. Sometimes I say yes, and then other times I'm like, eh. I've said that it definitely is, but now I'm, I sort of go back it's and forth. It's a powerful customer yeah. service. So it's you, customer yeah. service on steroids. If, I, mm. if I'm customer service in, a real, in the real world... I have to care what you think. It's stand up. Sure. You can just throw a bomb out in that stage and then people, the service people will clean it up or That's true. like, yeah, uh, I'm there to make people. No, it's entertainment. No, yeah, okay. it's not customer service. It's entertainment. Okay. okay. So we're rounding out at nine. I think. Yeah. Okay. Some of us might pop in, but I, yeah, I think every time I've tried to count and it came up to nine, but I was like, Oh, I don't think I added my work studies, but I must have. Okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite job of all of those. Uh, Mac Park Pillow. Okay. <laughs> was really was that because you were with your buds and you got to listen to, I wish I could think of her name, the chick. That Meredith. Played. Meredith something. I was going to say Baxter. But I was too. But that's Meredith Back Baxter Bernie. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Meredith. Uh, oh, who cares? Um, okay. Well, yeah. why, that was. Uh, why you it start, Shift started at 11, ended at 6. Oh. So these were party days. So you could go out all night with your friends. Didn't have to be anywhere till 11. Just Perfect. threw on your shorts and your polo shirt, sat in a dark, dank room, read books, giggled with my friends. Uh, it was fantastic. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. Least favorite of all of those? Telemarketing. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah. All the reasons. Yeah, like, it was just tried. suffocating and yeah. low. Like, it was like, I need money. What did you do? Because I've asked fast food workers this before. What did you do for the monotony piece? Because I think the mental taxation of just repetition mm-hmm. would be where I would lose my soul. Yeah, you'd lost your soul. Is what you did. So I don't you think. Did. I don't think <laughs> there's that no there's, survival. I mean, bomb threats. <laughs> like that's that's how people dealt with it. Like okay. that's extreme. That's a lot. I think that's a federal crime. <laughs> like, I think if you get caught doing a bomb threat, you're going to prison, prison. right? Like it's not great. And that's it's what people's great. buddies did because it was so awful. And, and we all reaped the benefits of those yeah. lawbreakers. Like yeah. uh, the alumni wasn't so bad because people wanted to talk about their schools sure. or like because I, I don't give money to my college. I gave enough money to my college. Like so I don't think I would approach it the way it was approached most of the time. Okay. Like, I don't want to hear from my school. I don't want to know. I gave you a bunch of money. You gave me a degree that I really had couldn't do a thing with. (laughs) Yeah, majored in unemployment, paid for that privilege. (laughs) Not loving this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, What's the weirdest thing you've been asked to do whilst on the clock? Weirdest thing. Oh, I don't know. How about the sexy? The sexy. That was pretty weird. That's weird. It was pretty weird. Yeah. And you played along, which I think is impressive. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad about that. I think but yeah, most of my jobs were people were kind. Like I didn't deal like my mother always said you need to be a waitress once in your life. Yeah. And I wasn't like I didn't. I did it. But I dealt with people. But it was all pretty straight. And I was I was cherub faced and sweet. And I yeah. was nice to them. And they were nice, nice to, to me. You. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's sort of an odd question, I guess, if you haven't bartended or waitress, because it's it's harder to get sneak in those weird things without that type of job, because you're not really interfa- Like, I think you have to physically be in person with people for them to like go go way out in the moon and be like, hey, we're gonna say this weird thing to you. Not I'm sure. Yeah, though. I'm sure people have 
I mean, but just, that's just living life, right? Yeah, like I, yeah, I can't life. think. That's yeah. okay. And in uh, stand up, we could go on and on and on about. <laughs> have you ever had a weird situation happen in stand up that you were like, I only had this happen because I was on stage, or like this weird, like someone make a co- like a heckler say something where you're like, oh, or I'm after? I think after after where because they think they know like, you. What the hell are you? T- yeah, what would make you say that to a person? Can yeah. you think of one? Uh, one, but I don't even want to talk about it. Okay, uh, <laughs> then don't. <laughs> We'll keep it moving. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's an incident that made them ask to speak with your manager at any of these jobs? Or mm. was there ever? I don't think so. Yeah. You seem nice and sharp. Yeah. Places, you said. Okay. Um, do you think it's weird the amount of power that customers now currently wield? Oh, uh, I don't know that I think it's weird. It's just is what it is. And I think people are so, everybody's so beat down. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And so. We've had it. And I can get a little, I, I don't, I'm not going to say I can get a little care and energy, but talk to me and be kind, like, look at me and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm always nice to you. So if you're not nice to me back, why? What's up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I, and I, and I get it. You got your own stuff going on and people have things in their life and it is hard. Life is hard. Life is hard. Mm-hmm. And you like, you go to the grocery store and those mm-hmm. people like through the pandemic where I'm sitting on my couch looking out the window like and that's all walking my dog and Mm -hmm. coming right back home and they have to be around all these horrible people that won't wear masks and Mm -hmm. fighting a good fight for us to get food which is a basic necessity you can't avoid going to the grocery they didn't get raises like those Mm -hmm. grocery stores made mad bank crazy money those people didn't get bonuses Mm -hmm. those people don't get bonuses Mm -hmm. like that's a sin i did i I dropped off my mom sent me like all this candy for Easter and I didn't want, the, it was like, what am I going to do with all this candy? And nobody I know wants this candy. So I put like a little anonymous note in, in a bag and like shit, stuck it at the grocery store. Come like, on. Thanks for doing, like just something for the break room. That's really lovely. Yeah. Like something to thank people. And they promptly threw it out because they were like, this is laced with wonder, cyanide. I don't but know. Like, like hey, I did it anonymously. <laughs> so I didn't, but I, I want to be like, yeah, ever guys can bring that candy. <laughs> but it was good candy. Like yeah. I was just like, I have to get this out of my house. I mean, it's wrapped. So I doubt they threw it out. I was yeah. just being And cheeky. I think the bag was closed. Like uh, it was a, but that was kind of you. Yeah. Um, okay. So you don't think it's weird. Um, uh, the, 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 the customers have so much power. Um, whew, I don't know. I think for so long, people have been under the thumb of corporations Mm-hmm. I think, and I think customers are dicks a lot of the time. And I think, and then people go, I'm not going to work at this mm-hmm. fast food place and be treated like this. Whilst you're and clearing billions off yeah, my back. Yes. And hopefully that will Lead make to people get paid more. And you do mm-hmm. see, like in my hometown, you see like the the... Not many places pay minimum wage anymore. Yeah, they pay over. Yeah. They ha- they should. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Minimum wage you can't survive on. This has been proven over and it doesn't there matter where you are in the country. Came out, there's not one place in the United States, not one tiny podunk town where you can afford a two-bedroom apartment on minimum wage. So that's And that's that. when I worked at the, at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And these women that were full-time career grocery store people that worked in the office, so it wasn't even, they should, I don't know, I hope they weren't minimum wage. But then they would come through my line with food stamps. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like you're working, working on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, you're in your forties or wherever you are in life and mm-hmm. you are dealing with this crap and you, they don't pay you enough to feed your it's family. Wild. It's yeah. Wild. And that was a good life lesson too. Yeah. Like that's, that's and that's how pie. you treat people. Like, that's right. You like these people are doing the best they can and they're working hard and, and we need them. them. With they are doing an essential job. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, that sucks. That sucks. Yes. Yeah. It sucks so hard. It's like Chris Rock has that great line about like with a career, there's never enough time. And with a job, the time just doesn't, 
That's and and whatever. It's not the line. The line's much better than that. But it's so like, it's a good oh, line. isn't that true? It's so true. Like when you have a job, you're just watching the clock. clock. Yeah. And, and you're trading your most valuable resource, which is time. Yeah. You don't get that back. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Um, ha- what was the last straw that got you out of any of these jobs? Did you ever have like a flip a table, get me the hell out of here kind of job experience? Or was it mostly like, okay, off to school or off yeah, to it was life. That's what I figured. Life stuff, I think. Uh, okay. Um, have you ever told a customer to fuck off? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. In my uh, brain. Yeah. With my eyes. <laughs> With your energy. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to skip the next question because there wouldn't be bodily fluids in any oh, of these Oh, please jobs. ask the question. Really? What's okay. Question? How many bodily fluids have been on your person whilst you were on the clock? <laughs> None. <laughs> None. Okay. <laughs> Maybe the pool, snot. You yeah. know, like if you're at the pool, everybody's snotting out their noses That's all over right. the place. There's no way I got it away snot, snot free. <laughs> snot. Oh boy. We got puns all day. Shout out to Caitlin bailey who had the best answer to that question which is literally i remembered a job yeah good one tell me when i quit my corporate job and i always thought like i used to romanticize about being a barista like i just wanted a job where i could clock in and clock out i was not a barista but i got a job at cbs i did a coffee cart for so you think you can dance hell yeah that's a good one was that fun it was great. It had to be fun. It was early. I had to get up early. You are the, but you're the number one person on set. If you have access to coffee, the grips love you, the every, literally all the crew. And there was no craft services. So it was just me. I oh, think. Yeah. they probably, I'm surprised oh, they you didn't so, get, everybody was so nice. Loved you. It was loved great. You. I met Paula Abdul. I bet you a, did. Yeah, Liquid cool. cocaine. I mean, everybody. Oh yeah. You were, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Do you tip? Oh yes. How much? Always 20%. Is that your base? Yeah. Anything makes you go below that? No, you'll always tip no matter what service is bad that you get ignored. They're terrible to you. You still tip 20. I have have a very uh, guilt. I have a lot of guilt. I have a lot of privilege guilt because I did have no money for a very long time. And now my life is much more comfortable. And so I get it and I get what it's like to not have any money. And if you if I can give you money. I'm going to do that. I'm rude to you. I come up to your table. I say, what do you want? Yeah. Then uh, what's something's going on with you. Good for you. Yeah. Like there's something like who knows what's going on. Wow. What happened to you. And I know that the American public is horrific. So I think, I think, I think with the pandemic, you see people like almost approach you as mad because they think you're going to be horrible to them. So it's like, all right. Give me some more cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be horrible. Yeah. I will Uh, treat you kindly. Yeah. No, I would never. Like my husband once, we went to a fancy restaurant and I just read the book Bittersweet. Do you know that? Okay. They made a show, I think on Showtime and Stars, but it's like a luxury. It's just about wait staff and a luxury. Oh, I want to see that. Is it a good show? I didn't see the show. The book was very good. Okay. So it's based on the book. But so I didn't know anything about waitressing and it's, you know, just that world. Sure. And we went to a really nice restaurant. We went to the Disney hall. We went to a concert afterwards and like they, they, there was like a cheese cart, like they fussed. And Chris just did the math wrong and didn't tip 20%. And it was like, whatever, the check was crazy. And like, then he was just thinking later and he was like, I think I tipped blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my God, you didn't tip. And so in this book, this book is like the top servers never get below 20% and like ever, no matter what happens. And it was like, <gasps> like you just tipped this fancy place and it was probably 15%, sure. but it wasn't enough. So I made it, we went to the show. <laughs> And we Bless stopped at an ATM because he didn't. Bless your and heart. we like went back into the restaurant and he found the waiter and was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I just did the math wrong. Uh, God, yeah. That and waiter. I could sleep. But like, I wouldn't have been able to sleep, I think, if because he was we, they just doted on us and to like not tip them 20 percent. Wow. No excuse. Wow. So, yeah, I take it seriously. 
<laughs> what a get though that server's got that story for the rest of his life to be yeah. like these people came back you, that almost i mean i don't have that story and i wait i waited tables for a million well, years that's like if you can impact someone Ooh. it's like and this this is a so like at Christmas, I get like $5 Starbucks cards. And when I go to the grocery store, like I give the bagger and I give the cashier. And it's like they oh, light damn. up. Of course they do. Yeah, because nobody does that. Like, oh, wow, Rachel. And when I was a, a bagger, person. like back in my day, you took bags to the groceries to the car. Yeah. And I'd get tips. And that felt oh, so, nice. so nice. Like not all the time. Maybe 15% of the time you'd get a tip. And it was like... Yay! Five bucks. Yeah, that's what I made. That can be a game changer. That's yeah. that's for an hour's worth of work yeah. for what you were doing. Damn. Yeah. Ugh, I'm not a good enough person. All right, everybody. Oh. We hope you feel terrible. <laughs> Start buying gift cards from people. That's very kind. Well, do you tip more than twenty percent as a regular? My baseline is twenty. I go up to thirty. Okay. Like just because yeah. I mean, we'll add for yeah. sure. We'll go above. But yeah. yeah, no. If you're in a bad mood, then like, maybe I can make your day a little better. And even with the cards, oh, so like I'm if you're a dick, anymore. sometimes, you're sometimes not. But sometimes it's like you know what. And this like, person needs and this. And it's just like their lights. Their, yeah, like their, their eyes, eyes light up. Mm-hmm. And then they, or they'll go, really? And like they'll try to give it back. Yeah, because uh, they're like, I was a dick to you. And or you're no, like, even I when know. they're nice. It's uh, just they're not used to people being kind. kind. That's yeah. it. Full stop. That is the that's the thesis here. We are yeah. When you're in that job, you are not used to people being kind. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Well, you're a good person. Have you, uh, were you ever fired from any of your customer service jobs? No. no seriously. Yeah, that strikes me as true. Um, can you give us the description of the worst customer you've ever interacted with and or an archetype of who the worst customer would be? I think... Like, if you don't treat me like I'm a human being, like, so what does that look like? what at the mean? grocery store, okay. and I did move up to cashier eventually. Oh, high five. And so I say, you're blah, 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 it's twenty seven ninety two, and I put my hand out for and the money. And they put the money on the counter. Yeah. It drives me insane. Shout out to Punky Johnson. And my hand's who, right yes, there. Yes, we're right here. Yeah. But, uh, previous guest of the podcast, Punky, talks about how she would wait for them to pick it up. She would yeah, look at good, it. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, and be like, good. okay, good. Uh, my hand's here. Because it's like, uh, then I'm just scraping yes. it up. Like, it yes. makes you, it's so demoralized. It's purposeful. Yeah, of course it is. And I, yeah. You can't even accidentally, like, it's like, you don't want to touch me. Because you literally see my hand. I get it if my hands are over here and you're not willing to wait for me to get my hands off my butt or wherever they are. But if my hand is out, that's real specific. Have you ever had a friend that, I had a friend who was lovely and came from a working class family. There are two people in my life I can think of that I love. And I remember she and I would road trip and we went through a toll booth and she was so rude, like unprovoked rude to that toll booth person. Like, or so, so like, if you don't look at me, like if you don't look at me in the eyes, that means like I'm not even a person mm. when it's in yeah. the service industry, I yeah. think if you don't look at them. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And so I just remember like, so we go through the toll booth, she's driving and it was just like, mm, bleh, bleh, bleh. like it was like, she didn't look at them. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like, she could barely move her mouth to speak to them. Oh, I would be and mortified. And I was like, what the? What was that? Like you called it out. Of course. Good for you. I was so embarrassed. Good for like, you. Why would you treat that why? man? Why? Like, That's a human. Yeah. And what did she say? Did she don't just remember. not clock it? Ah, I'm sure she clocked it. I'm sure I know I made a fuss. Like it was like, what and I've been with a, a another friend with restaurants where and it's not someone with money. So it's like a power so, thing. Oh, it's like a thousand percent. But a wonderful person. Yeah. In all other circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. What that's the hell real. Is that? That's an interesting, I mean, there is a psychological element to it, I am certain, but it's yeah. absolutely the sort of crabs in a bucket, you know, when we're all suffering, I'm going to make you suffer more. Uh, I, this, these people weren't suffering at the time it happened. Huh? So they just came from, like, they didn't come from immense privilege. They came from middle class normal. 
I didn't, then that I don't know. Cause middle class, yeah, and usually, but they had moved on. They had good jobs at this point. So it was like, Oh my God, do you always treat people like that? I guess that would be, well, they'd had to have been demonstrated in their lives. Maybe their parents, they lovely treated, parents. really, <laughs> they lovely these, they're sociopaths and other murderers. They're all no, in prison. No, they're <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, God. liberal people. I don't know. It, or the other thing too is, do you know people that change their voice when they order yes. from a waiter? Yes. What is that? I have experienced it a of lot. Course. I've been on the receiving end of it and I'm always like, I don't it's patronizing this thing yes I'd like to have the quinoa salad because you're a little baby person and you can't understand unless I speak you like this how nice I am to you Uh I'm so nice help yeah. yeah well I've always I mean it bears repeating I say this all the time on the show sorry for our longtime listeners who hear me say this all the time but it's oh from in my experience of waiting tables or bartending well rarely with bartending mostly with waiting tables as soon as the person's like oh my gosh girl I totally worked in this industry like I get it you like I super get you 99% of the time those people either don't tip or they get tip out. like 5% yep and I think it's either that was my that's just been my experience. I'm certain that's probably not true for other people, but that was my experience. And I don't know what that was. Either they were lying about having done the job, probably, or they set such impossibly high standards. Because I have to check myself on that too, of being like, I know how to do this job. I know the job ain't that hard. You're being terrible, and I have to check that. So I'm like, well, maybe they felt like my standard, my service was subpar. But the fact that it happened 99 percent of the yeah. time, and it happened at the store all the time, where people would be like, oh girl, I get it. Like I totally did this job. I get it. I get it. And then I would see Yelp reviews with my name mentioned. Of like, it took forever for our server Kate to get back to the table and I'm like you seen the showroom you see how big this space is I got all these ta-, you know shit like that where I was like oh there's no latitude for uh what the job actually is I think that's where most or people are missing are they performing for the people at the table and and there's that not they don't give a shit about uh, you me, uh, they're performing right. for the guy that's on a date with them yes. and, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and those will be the people and that those people don't see what they put on the check correct because they took the bill correct. and they're like I got this yeah but yeah, that's wow. a, yeah. So you, so your answer for worst customer is the I, sort of, it's the Pittsburgh improv, a waitress chased someone out once. This waitress this was at the store all the time. So this was in Pittsburgh. This was a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, hold on. We're going to cut that and just say okay. at a comedy club I worked at once. And this was a long time ago. And there was this waitress that was amazing. Like she was so fun rude. Like, I love like that. I people love that. fun yeah. rude. You yeah. can be fun rude? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. my favorite shit. I don't yeah. like being rude rude, but I like being fun rude. But she, like, she'd curl your hair. Yeah. But then you're like, <laughs> okay. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun, aren't we? Yeah. Like she, uh, Charlie Murphy. So this is a long time ago. Charlie Murphy's just coming on the scene. And she was the waitress for, she was the server for the green room. And she walked back and she goes, ooh, I'm Charlie F. and Murphy. Ooh. <laughs> like, <laughs> My gosh. My brother's famous, so I got this job. Oh, I don't do that. Oh, I don't have that. And he was like, he just started laughing, and he's like, you're the meanest waitress I've ever met. And they were like best friends all (laughs) Immediately. Yep. Immediately. Like, he tipped her huge. Of course he did. But like. (gasps) She just went for it. Because people probably don't talk to him like that. (laughs) Like, Eddie Murphy's your fucking brother. He was very funny on his own. He's a great comic. Uh, Wait, so she did she chase so someone? She chased someone down and because left they didn't her change, t- like pennies, and threw it at them. <gasps> Ooh, and see, she should have. Do I, you feel that way, yes. though? I, the cheesing, a tip is a gift, though. It's not a guarantee. Not in America. You, not in America. Really? What, what, is a, what does a server make? Oh, we, uh, well, two thirteen an hour in the states other than California. You make nine seventy five here. In California. Mm-hmm. That's good. 
But in yeah. other states, say it again. Two dollars and thirteen cents. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, now it's now I think it's three. When I served in Ohio, it was two thirteen. I think now it's three twenty five. Yeah. Three 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 dollars, three American dollars yeah. and twenty five American yeah. cents. And these mm-hmm. are human beings. Human beings that are supposed to pay rent. That are and d- gas. I yeah. mean and I agree. Listen, yeah. I think the system is flawed, yeah. but I would say like, I do still think like someone has to voluntarily give you that extra money because technically paying their bill is just paying for the food and drinks. I say this as someone who waits tables and bartends and like, I'm not saying that it's, I, do, well, I think you should. Tip. I think the American economy is like, it's up to me to pay people like you make all this money which corporation, is, which is bullshit. And it's up to me, which is bullshit. Yeah. To do GoFundMe so that I can so pay people rent. People can get medicine. Yeah. Is it <laughs> 97% of GoFundMe's are medical or Probably. something like that? Yeah. Probably. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's like, Oh, isn't that so interesting that it's terrible. Like, it's now it's the individuals yeah, and who, you, who are in privilege to, which so I'm not complaining about it, but it's messed up. Well, it is messed up, yeah, right? And it's a like, waitress works so hard, a server works so hard. Is it wrong to say waitress? I don't get offended, but a lot of people do. So I apologize, any servers out there. Well, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> this is your first time being fired. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I didn't like it. This doesn't feel That's good. Darn. It doesn't feel good. Okay, so, but you're saying that, like, the, the um, so she, you felt like it was appropriate for her to be like, take your chance. I think change is insulting. I'd rather you stiff me. I think. It's insulting. Of course. Yeah. There's no other way. Yeah. So what? You just bow, bow down. Yeah. And be a beat dog. Thank you a for the pennies. Thank you. Pretend it's okay mm-hmm. with that woman's personality. No. Well, like, the alternative I would say is, and she didn't hurt them, but uh, I mean, you've shame. made your point. Shame. Shame like, is good. Shame, shame is powerful. Shame on you. Yeah. Public shaming, like the like like the <laughs> shame. The game of shame. <laughs> like that's and like. If if you know, what if he was on a date and the date had no idea he did that? Oh, I, like she did him a she did that woman a favor. Or, oh, or yeah. you just see people act so poorly because mm-hmm. no one ever told checks them. them. Yeah, no one ever does. Yeah, listen, I'm I would if I were working with her at that club and I saw that I'd be like, Fuck yeah, I don't think she girl. got in trouble. People, of course not. I don't think she got. Of course in not. Yeah, but. I think that that happened at the store a lot where people would get tipped and they would run out and be like, you didn't tip me enough. And that's where I get like, I think it's tricky because again, like I know our economy and socially we're built around a culture of tipping and it is a requirement to be able to live your life here as a server because corporations love being able to pay you pennies on the dollar. But it shouldn't be like, I should still have to do the job really well for you to be able to give me that extra money is how I feel. Like, I Good. don't think that's, a tip should be assumed. From your point of view, yeah. that's an excellent point. From a service point of view, I should still do that's well. A, that's just living my life and doing the best job I can do yes. in my job. Yes. That's, that's yes. all that is. That's a good work ethic. Yeah. But yeah, I just can't, yeah, I wouldn't be able to sleep if I... Mm. I mean, that's a good, I'm glad. Do you know, I started a tradition that is kind of lovely and it's not a, uh, yeah, I don't hope it doesn't sound, but anyway... So my dad, my dad passed away in 2019 and he wasn't in the service industry, but he worked really hard. Like he just, he respected hard work. He was a blue collar guy that worked hard and, you know, was always there to set things up and break things down. Like he just respected hard work. So on the anniversary of his death, I've started to uh, go out with friends and it's worked out with like the same friends. And then... I just slip extra, like we all tip, and then I just slip extra money. So that's Come what I did last on. year. But this year, I like wrote a note. So in honor of your dad. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. And it was like, but I meant to do it and get out. I didn't mean for the server to read it and come find you and cry on your shoulder. Yeah. And he was like, Oh my God, you just made my day. And he was like, We both were very teary. And he was like, and he went and he got like a 
he got us a like a brownie that was in honor of my dad. Oh, <laughs> He handled that really beautifully. Oh, it was beautiful. But it was like, yeah, like, oops, I didn't mean I wanted to just Just go. Yeah. Yeah. But the last year I didn't leave a note. And it was like, well, if it's in honor of my dad, I should just like, hey, this is because. Oh, I would sob. If someone did, I would would find you. I'd run out to the parking lot and sob on your shoulder. If he was a dick, I don't think I would have done that. Sure. Like it was like, oh, I'm going to wait. And and it's kind of like anybody. It doesn't have to be a server. Like it's just anybody that's working hard (laughs) and underpaid and just working hard. Just showing up with work ethic. And that, that would be lot. something my dad would respect or did, didn't always will respect. And so it's but. like, all right, there's a Joe right there. That's really lovely. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, it made me feel really good. Yeah. It was really nice. We're not even in the nice section. We were talking about the worst customer. <laughs> Look at you being a hero. It's great. Well, I well, guess that's what I don't want to sound bright. Like it's something that was like, I don't tell anybody oh, I love about this. that. I love it. I love it. Like, hmm. I, I love the, I know people got annoyed at the trend of, of, of buying the coffee for the person in line behind okay. you kind of thing. I have I, strong feelings. I, do. Oh my gosh. Tell me, tell me right now i want to know right now some people can't afford to go to starbucks if i can afford to go to starbucks i don't need the coffee that happened to me once it was a cop which is so nice so a policeman was in front of me and i was like oh like one i was gonna buy it was hot chocolate i was treating myself it was the holidays uh i had points with Starbucks, so I wasn't going to pay anything anyway, and now I have to buy this <laughs> asshole a coffee behind me. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Coffee's more expensive than hot chocolate. I get no, it. I, had, I wasn't going to pay anything. I yeah. had a free drink. So it was like, oh, and I was like, do I have to buy? And she was like, no, actually, you don't. He bought yours and the car behind you. And I was like, awesome. But then I took 20 bucks and I put it in the tip jar. So it cost you that's, more. That's the right thing to do. Tip the people tip that the are people. working there. Don't buy my little... Yeah yeah that's kind 40 something suburban i'm fine yeah. i'm yeah. buying my i'm here do you know that a lot of people can't get starbucks yeah. period they don't have Full money stop. for starbucks yeah, yeah. that's right that's so right. why are you buying me starbucks yeah uh, yeah i've i really dislike it i didn't think that's what you were gonna say i thought you were gonna be like this is so my brand i love this i hate it oh it's and so when it happened to me it was like son of a bitch <laughs> from an officer and i was in the drive-thru and i was texting the whole time so i was like i'm breaking the law you know, right like, behind I'm, you boo <laughs> right behind you so i was like oh wouldn't it suck if he like bloop blooped me over. <laughs> like, i I'm hope really you're enjoying your hot chocolate by the way here's a ticket for 67 dollars. <laughs> like god damn it but i thought that was very nice especially that it was a it police nice. officer doing something but it was like don't do it to me yeah I, i'm fine so what's the alternative what's the what's the kind? Dude, big ass holiday tips and okay so and instead of yeah, like on that. TikTok, I'm not a TikTok, but I'm old, so I get it on Instagram when it becomes an Instagram reel. Yeah. But like when they do stuff for people that need it, like yeah. just give, just give it to, don't film it. Oh, no, film I'm it. A, no, I you're, think that's you're contagious. The, oh, so that like I saw one of those things, and it was um, when I go through the grocery store line, I ask like, oh, I need to buy a candy bar. What's your favorite candy bar? And then the person says oh, it. Oh, that's sweet. And, and then I they tried buy it. it. And it was the girl, the woman like got tears and she was like, today's my birthday. Come on. <laughs> so like, but I would have never tried that if someone on social media <laughs> hadn't thought it. of it. I get, okay. All right. I think it's, I get weird about the ones that are like, hey, homeless person, yeah. we just bought you, uh, you know, here's, here's 50,000 US dollars. I think that's a lovely thing. Yeah. But I think it's, it's kind of like when the Kardashians had that homeless person on in the very early seasons mm-hmm. that they were like, we're going to get him. He's an alcoholic and we're going to treat him. We're going to get him this, this apartment, this whatever. But it was like, he had to sign the waiver to be on the show. And it just like, I don't know. I feel kind of ick about that stuff, but I do appreciate the perspective that if not for you seeing it on the real, you may not have thought to have done that. And then you just made this chick's day. So 
Yeah. Sure. I, someone was posting on Facebook that like some like their son was going through a hard time and some girl at school kept being like, will you help me with my homework? And then she'd give him 40 bucks and they were young. <laughs> and he was like, he took it. He was so insulted. And I was like, I think that this, I bet she got it because the kid was going through a hard yeah. time. Yeah. So I was like, I bet she saw it on social media yeah. and she's just doing something This thing lovely. to be kind. Yeah. yeah like yeah. just helping out a kid in trouble. That's, and so, and who knows where the money came from and it's inappropriate, but she'll learn that. At some point. But it was kindness. So yeah. no, if you were, like, you see the guy that he'll say, hey, ma'am, I've, like, it was just yesterday I went into a, I was looking at a reel and he went into a pizza shop and they were like, yeah, dude, we're closed. And he was like, ah, oh, I forgot my wallet. I just need a slice of pizza. And the owner was like, just make him a small pizza. And he's like, no, 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 I just need a slice. And they're like, hey, we're here. Like that kind of I stuff. I love that. And then he goes, here's $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so when people are kind to him. He just overpays. Then he gives them That's a thousand. Lovely. And, and then some, because that, uh, you'll see that someone's at Target and like, oh, I need to buy my daughter a birthday card. And then this person that they ask who obviously does not have a lot of money will hand them 10 bucks or five bucks. And then they get five hundred bucks. Or I I like those. I just I struggle with the exploitation. I don't know because if it's if it's if it's just a kind act, that's lovely. When it's filmed, I'm like, Meh. but to your point, if people see it and it yeah. encourages them to do the same. Well, on that note, folks, we're going to move on to the good stuff. We hope you saved room for dessert. Mm-hmm. What is the nicest thing a customer has done for you whilst you were working? Hmm. I, yeah, I think about. I just think about when I was at the grocery store, and again, I'm just a high school kid, yeah. and I think people treat high school kids differently than they treat right. 40-somethings doing that job, and I know there was some guy that I didn't know, but he knew my parents, and he was just so happy to see me all the time. Like, he was just so kind, oh. and just, I think of him, I don't even remember his name, but it was like, he'd come in, and he'd light up when he saw me. <laughs> like, it was just come like, oh, thanks, man. Like, so just people that care about you, and... yeah. Yeah, wish you well in life. Yeah. Like that are just like I'm just your I'm just a human. I'm just your cashier. Like, yeah. But you maybe went to high school with my mom or something. But like You're just being kind. Just being kind. Just okay. genuinely care about my welfare. That's really nice. I'm into that too. Yeah. Best tip you've ever gotten, can you think of like when you were either grocery store because you haven't worked a lot of tipped positions. No. So But but when I did the coffee cart at CBS, uh, and it was so nice. So people were like, You didn't tip me. But you maybe just I kept the change, and it was and it was a cake job. I sat there, I wrote I was, as a comedian. I would just write jokes and read books. It was fantastic. Okay. Um, but Ricky Lake was there, Aww. and her husband bought something like I think literally a bag of chips, and then he tipped me ten bucks. Come on! And I was like, what? Like I don't. And I like tried to give it back, and he absolutely wouldn't take it back, and wanted me to have that ten bucks. That's and it was just like, and that, the, and that's the thing that I took. And then when I give a $5 Starbucks gift card, like that made me feel so special yes. and so seen. Yes. And so why would you do that? Why Just would to be you kind. give me 10 bucks? Just to be kind. Exactly. I love it. And it's like, I feel, I have the feeling right now yeah. <laughs> that I yes. had yeah, right then. Like, yeah. that was so nice. Yeah. yeah. And he, what does he care? He says it's nothing about me. Yeah, but it took. He'd made the choice. Yeah, which is lovely. And it wasn't a. We didn't. Have, we didn't chat. We didn't no. have a real interaction. And he could have just walked to the marketplace that's on the lot and just purchased a bag of chips just as quickly and easily. No, no, not no, really. I was, I was okay. one. Yeah, yep. I was really. Mm-hmm. You're a special one cart and uh, best really awesome. time you've ever had at work. Ah, uh, the pool. Yeah, I, I, we would just laugh. 
Like, <laughs> so, so we're listening to Top 40 and I the Tiger came on. Yeah. And it's me talking to two friends. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love this song. And I was like, Stella! <laughs> and they just both looked at me and I was like, Stella! <laughs> uh, you mean Adrian? Oh, but yeah. Like, Oops. <laughs> that's what I meant. Sure. That's what I meant. But that was like, a, it was just a fun job and it's a time of life thing too i feel like a lot of those jobs are so just cemented in our brains because it was just such a blissful time of life yep. too well and, mm. then, and then like i did admissions so there were like two kids that i don't think had any money so i remember like you get a pool pass and i think it was like 69 bucks but like i never had a pool pass for the summer like we were always scrounging up change if i wanted to go to the pool and then you just didn't go to the pool yeah and these two kids would come and i loved them they were let's say like eight eight to nine and would you let him in? Sure. Of course. Like the only, and I loved them. Like they made me so happy. And they like, it was just, yeah, just like one of those points where it was like, yeah, dude, you don't need to yeah, have five bucks. It yeah. was five bucks to get in for each of them. Like that's too that's much. That's insane. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> What's the best lesson you personally have learned from working in customer service? Oh, just how to treat people. Hello. How to treat people, how to be kind, how just everything we've talked about today, I think. But did you think you needed customer service to teach you that? Like those jobs? Uh, I, but differently, yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't I think I... Yes. Yeah, I was raised by kind people and I think yes. working in customer service helped me get better at being kind. Yes. Like that's like with the example of like my friend who was rude. Like I didn't grow up around that. I, nobody, I'd never seen my family treat anybody like, like that. that. And I would be shocked if her family treated anybody like that. But it's, yeah, to feel it, to be on that's the right. other side and to need money. Like Hello. I, when people, when I meet people that have never struggled with money, you're in a different category. Yeah. It's, you're it's a different missing, vibe. It's a different vibe. Mm -hmm. The world has been different. Yeah. Uh, it's been gentler. Oh, you've had a gentler time. Yeah. Like, so yeah. to have those lessons and like my favorite people are people that have had to struggle in sure. some way and sure. appreciate it. And, Agre appreciate and I appreciate it. like, mm. like now, like the house I live in, my husband paid for and, and oh, I appreciate it. Like, shout out Chris. <laughs> so shout out Chris. <laughs> but it's like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, it is all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. This is great. I love this. <laughs> Stay here forever. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. It's just, I think that appreciation. Agreed. Um, yeah. And understanding and people that have never had to work jobs like that. Boring. They don't have that appreciation. They don't have their missing parts. Their appreciation pieces. pieces. I yeah. agree with that. And finally, what's one piece of advice you would give to customers who interact with customer service workers? Everything I've already said. So okay. be kind. Always make eye contact. Jag that's a good, off. That's, yeah, that's a Pittsburgh <laughs> word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> talk to them like a human being. Talk to them like you talk to your friends. Don't. Yeah, oh, yeah they're not babies. Yeah, they're not babies. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's a weird. Thing. It's a weird choice. And it's a good. It's a good intention. Mm, yeah. I'll go with that. Who I'm thinking of is a good okay. intention. The, having been on the receiving end of that, I would say it's a bit of a flex. But it may, but oh. maybe not for everyone. Maybe I don't think so. I don't think in this situation. Okay. Interesting, though. Maybe. Maybe. Not, not on purpose, if it is a flex. Yeah. yeah. It's maybe a subconscious not. flex. Yeah. Yeah. So be nice. Be, be nice. kind. That's it. If you have, share. Ooh, if you have, share. Right? I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because what a gift. It's so much more fun to give than to receive. A thousand million yeses. Yeah. Okay. Well, Rachel, how can people... I'm going to burp. Mm. 
Excuse me. Keep that in. No, I am going to. I Watch me. sparkling water. I knew. I was you like, said, it's, I, I was like, gonna like make you might burpy. get burpy. <laughs> okay. Well, Rachel, how the last six months have you had belching? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a callback, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, improv. Improv on the mic. <laughs> well, Rachel, how can people hear your voice? Are you performing anywhere? Like where, like some movies other than Greenland or like you said, something's coming out. I forget the name of it. Do you want to give Love us and Death on HBO Love and Max? Death on but HBO you Max. won't know I'm in it except if you hear horrible choir singing. Okay, well, we're going to listen for it. Boom. Now we know. <laughs> and that was the best I could do. It was, I tried. Okay. Um, do you want to give out your socials and things? And sure. You, okay. Uh, give us everything. Pretty much Instagram is all I do. Okay. And it's just Rachel A. McDowell, because mm-hmm. there's some other Rachel McDowell out there ramming without me. What an ass. So uh, middle initial A. And then my website is rachelmcdowell.com. And that's where all my goodies are. That's where you can learn about me. Because uh, there are many ways to spell Rachel and many ways to spell oh. McDowell. Can you spell those both for us? Good please? old biblical Rachel is what okay. I always say. So just R-A-C-H-E-L. Okay. None of that fancy A's at the end. Okay. Uh, McDowell. M-C capital D-O-W-E-L-L. Two L's, folks. Two L's, not one. <laughs> Well, folks, we're going to drop your checks now. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, listen, it really does help us find with people to find us. If you haven't rated the podcast and you listen, do that. It's super quick. You and don't even nice. have to. Thank you. It's right? nice. Be nice. We learn just to be nice. Just one little click. One just little five little, star. Just a little cinco. We just got it. It's real easy. You don't even have to comment. No. But yeah, that helps if they it, do. It sure does. Mm-hmm. It bumps up the, the you awareness. Have, you don't have money for Starbucks cards? It's okay. Just start reviewing podcasts specifically this one exactly we didn't even practice that thanks uh-uh. rachel we're talking to people that aren't there do you we're, see we're both looking at this we person it's, we're looking at you improv <laughs> improv <laughs> well <laughs> oh my gosh it will help us reach more people that need to be schooled on the art of being kind and will be catharsis for those of us still working in the industry if you do those things if you want to get in touch with us here directly at service from hell send us your receipts to service from hell podcast at gmail.com we always love hearing from y'all remember if you can't afford a tip, you can't afford to go out. So don't be garbage and be good to people. It's easier that way. Thanks for being on, Rachel. You oh, really, okay. you, you understood the assignment. Yeah, you I had a wonderful great. time. Oh, this is really so nice. It was too. good to just thinking about old times. It was really lovely. Yeah, that's what we like. That's what we like here. Men go down memory lane. Yeah. Well, folks, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you all next week. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye.